Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of What'd You Think, where we talk about the movies, TV shows, and video games we love or sometimes hate. My name is Matt Sabita, and I want to introduce my co-host, Eric Hargrove. Eric, how's it going, man? Oh, you know, it's uh, it's going okay, I guess. How you doing over there? <laughs> I'm doing well, doing well. This is uh, some weird times uh, we are in now. It's been quite a while since we recorded, so I'm glad we were able to finally do this, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a second. Uh, but we are joined by a very special guest today. I want to introduce our close friend, uh, Evan Sloan. Evan, what's up, buddy? Ew. What's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? You know what? We're doing the best we can. Doing mm-hmm. the best we can. Doing just, just hunkered down. With as little as we have. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, pretty much. This is, uh, wow, a lot has changed. So just to kind of give a quick update uh, on the show, like, so this, we haven't recorded in uh, just over a month now. Um, Last time we spoke, I was going away uh, on vacation. I went away, didn't get a chance to record. uh, And then I was long enough away where we missed the second week. So we didn't record then. Uh, then after I came back, uh, I actually ended up getting really sick for the next couple weeks and I just didn't really, wasn't up to recording. Uh, and now here we are, uh, in a different state of mind where we are all quarantined inside the house. So this is the quarantined edition, maybe episode one of quarantined edition. I don't know what you want to call it, but I like that. Yeah, we are, we are all inside and, uh, what else do we have to do besides, work we're working from home is you know watching movies watching tv shows and playing some video games so i think we got a good amount to talk about today so um but uh eric before we check in with you i evan why don't you uh since the first time on the show why don't you introduce yourself uh just a little bit sure um what's going on guys my name is evan sloan i'm currently in los angeles california um i am in the entertainment industry myself so i've got uh some things to talk about there's been a lot of crazy things that have been happening uh in these last uh last two weeks or so and um it's going to be fun to 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 dive in yeah for sure for sure so yeah i I definitely want to kind of do like a a quick check-in and how how we're all doing? I mean, at least for me, like I'm uh, I, I'm I'm doing okay. Like I said, I was I got home from vacation or for, yeah from vacation, uh, just uh, in the nick of time before everything kind of got canceled. But then I got really sick. Uh, don't worry, I didn't have COVID nineteen or anything like that. At least I don't think so. I've I honestly haven't left my house in uh, fifteen days now. I haven't left my house oh my at God. all. Yeah, because Eric, the, <laughs> Eric, I, the last time I saw you was at Doug's when we played Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and that was the last time I left my house. Um, oh my god! Yeah, mm. so I've been a little bit more quarantined than others, um, but yeah, now I'm I'm working from home, um, just yeah, doing that every day, and yeah, just kind of hanging out. Eric, what's uh, how's your life kind of changed now? Oh, dude, I'm I'm starting to get cabin fever. I th- I've been home since last last uh i don't know like thursday so not this past thursday the thursday before so yeah i don't know 10 days 11 days at home i've been trying to stay active i guess i mean you know you you guys know like i'm you know i like to go to the gym every day so this has kind of been a change for me so you know kind of just working from home as well doing all these at-home workouts and 
trying to just stay doing things. Uh, we had a few stretch, a few nice days out. So I went and walked around outside a bit, but you know, just kind of bought a lot of food. I've been hunkered down, I guess, just sitting around and you know, the walls are getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I feel you there. I feel you there. Yeah. Uh, Evan, what about you? You live in a, I mean, Eric and I, we, we don't live in a major city, but you do, you live in, you live in Los Angeles. So what's, uh, yeah. what's been going on over there for you? How's it been? You know, it's been really interesting. Um, you know, once the stuff started to break, once the news started to break, like before it was like crazy bent pandemic or anything, uh, I was already taking, uh, precautions. You know, I was just because you never know. Um, and I always feel like it's better to be safe than sorry. So I was, you know, uh, I was washing my hands every day. I was using the hand sanitizer. Um, I had stocked up on groceries before everything got crazy. And then, um, you know, a few, a few days into the pandemic, when they started to tell everyone, you know, that we had to shelter and home and all that kind of stuff, I made the decision to, um, link up with my girlfriend and we decided to do this thing together and i'm honestly happy because since doing that we've been kind of pushing each other to like not get stuck just sitting on the couch not get stuck just you know doing nothing essentially all day so we've been like making our meals and working well, out every day and well real quick of- i just want to say your tiktoks have been fire so uh, <laughs> yeah yeah well see that's the thing i mean like when you when you get stuck um, and you don't really have anything to do, I'm like, why not? Why not just start to create some stuff? And and even you, Zabita, when you um, came to me with that idea for for the one that you wanted to make, I was like, do it because what yeah. else are we doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, thank using, you for that push. Yeah. For sure, man. I've been using this time to to keep keep that creative muscle going and. Um, you know, keeping my body and my tools, so uh, so to speak, in in check, and and just uh, consistently working on that craft. Because if you think about it, and I know we're going to go into this, but when the world closed down, what did everyone turn to to keep themselves entertained? The Artists, Netflix, movies, TV, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So. As little as people care about those those people and what they do and what they go through, um, they're the ones who are keeping everyone entertained when they're stuck at home. So, yeah. I, I find it interesting that uh, a lot of people now are are, are moving to TikTok and to um, YouTube and and just creating all sorts of content, not just like movie and TV stuff. People are making, you know, at home workout videos and. Mm-hmm at home cooking stuff with what you got in the cut in the, in the cabinet. Like just people are being creative right now. Yeah. And you, that, you and you and your girlfriend had a really good recipe for quarantini. That was quarantini. That was... <laughs> right. So yeah. So I just think, uh, I think right now as, <clears throat> as terrible as what's happening, um, it, it, you know, as terrible as everything is that's happening, uh, we're seeing a lot of creativity, uh, from people who are stuck and people who are just trying to, express themselves and i think it's great so far yeah no i i completely 100 percent uh agree i'm i'm trying to do the same i mean i like to make my own videos i mean i've never really made like a short film or anything before but uh that's yeah saturday that's what i did i was like all right well i have this idea evan you helped me kind of craft the story you did some dialogue for me 
Um, I'll make sure to post the YouTube link in the description so you guys check that out. Um, but yeah, it's it's the same thing. I'm finally going through photos, editing those, just to like, yeah, stay a little a little bit creative because yeah, you're gonna get just kind of stuck in your own ways or just kind of keep watching stuff. But it's cool to see all these people creating because I definitely see a big boom in TikTok and it finally actually it, it made me download TikTok. I refused yeah. for a really long time. Uh, yeah. But after seeing like Melissa was showing my wife, Melissa was showing your content and then your girlfriend's content on TikTok. I'm like, yeah, this is funny. All right. I'm, like, I'm just going to download it because I want to follow your stuff. And then I started finding other people. I'm like, all right, now I kind of understand the whole TikTok thing because uh, just yeah. seeing like how funny like people, people come up with the dumbest things and it's just so funny. I don't get it. It's like, I wish I had that creativity. So, well, you know, the, you know, the thing that I find really interesting about TikTok specifically is that, um, you know, you, you guys have known me, you guys have known how long I've been creating content for and how long I've been just, um, trying to make these silly little videos. And, you know, my girlfriend and I did one, it was the very first video that she posted on her page. Um, and it was a stupid little thing. And right now I'm looking at it, and it has 322,000 views. Holy shit. Jeez. <laughs> 322,000 views. And like that just kind of shows you how many people are sitting there watching TikToks right now on their phones. Yeah. It's yeah. One of the biggest apps in the world. So if you can sit there and create, and you actually have people who are watching right now. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's really, it's really interesting. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you made a lot of great points. I didn't really think about that. Uh, and just, yeah, how people are adapting. I mean, you see these like late night hosts. Now they're like hosting shows. Um, I saw mm -hmm. that Conan O'Brien, he was going to come back onto the air at the end of March. He's going to be doing er shooting everything with an iPhone, having guests with video chats. Yeah. Um, he's, he's adapting that way. But yeah, no, that's, uh, no, it's good. I mean, we had uh, like a big video chat Skype call last Friday night, like all of our yep. close friends. We were all in the, uh, the three of us were in there together. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, times times are changing. This is weird, weird time. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, well, cool. So, yeah, I kind of want to get things going here because we have a decent amount because uh, there's definitely a lot of stuff that we've been watching. But I do want to talk about like the movie, the kind of segue into the movie industry itself. Yeah. Um, now, it's this is, again, unprecedented times where now all movie theaters are closed. AMC is shut down. You got Cinemark. Um and it's man, it stinks. Like, move, like at least for me, like going to the theater every week is just something I absolutely love doing, and it's, it's kind of sucks that I can't do that anymore. I mean, Eric, we usually see a movie together every weekend, and yeah. it sucks that we just can't like do that anymore. Um, yeah. But uh, any any opinions there, real quick? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of strange that like I haven't gone to a theater in over a month. You know, yeah. it's, it's just really it, it, like, it just, it, you're right. Like, it's like every Sunday, I feel like we go and see a movie together. We'd see each other and then, you know, we would like, like just all routine is kind of gone and it's almost just like the overall thing about it. It's like, it, it, it makes every day kind of feel like it's all one day almost, which yeah. is really strange, yeah. you know, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I've been watching a lot more stuff on YouTube and everything, but Evan, what do you th what do you think? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I mean this is it's it's unprecedented what's happening right now. Um, I mean, especially being in a in a in a place like L.A. where, you know, movies are the thing. You know, this is what people do out here. Um, personally, I've had not just you know friends of mine who work in movie theaters. A friend of mine who's been a manager um, for a movie theater for for a while now. His you know their their stuff is closed and no one's got a job right now. So um, tons of friends of mine have lost uh, lost jobs because movies have closed. Um, and I know we're going to this later, but tons of my acting friends and producing friends and directing friends and writing friends have also all lost um, their jobs because of what's happening. So it, it's just uh, it's completely unprecedented what's happening. And um, it's definitely weird to not be able to, like, go see what's new and all that kind of stuff. But you know what, though? For me personally, I've been kind of falling behind on a lot of the new releases that have been coming out um, just because I've been preoccupied with other stuff. Uh, and so <laughs> thankful for this, for what's happening right now, I no longer have FOMO anymore. <laughs> 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 We're all missing out, man. No one's missing out. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, That's it sucks to hear like with all of your friends and yeah, what they're going through and uh, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just not the movie industry. I mean, it's it's now everywhere. I mean, it's this is a a global thing where we are literally all in this together. I mean, there's there's I mean, I can't think of anything that's been like this, at least in recent times at all. But this is this is global. It's affecting everyone in one way or another. And um yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's crazy. So, but yeah, now that the theaters are closed, I mean, a lot of these studios, they're, they're another unprecedented thing is you never thought this was going to happen, but they are now releasing movies super early on to video on demand. Um, and yeah, I definitely want to talk about some later on that I, 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 I had watched recently, but uh, you see a lot of these movies uh, getting delayed, like a quiet place, you know, that's delayed now. Um they they already pushed the James Bond back, No Time to Die, uh, that was pushed back, and but yeah, now they have all these movies coming out just super early. Um, what was it? Frozen Two was released early, uh, like three months earlier. Uh, it was it wasn't going to come to Disney Plus, and uh, I think it was going to be in Disney Plus like three months from now. But they Disney just put it on there a couple days, like like a few days ago, like sometime last week. They put that on there. Um, I think, uh, yeah, there's just yeah, a bunch of movies now. And that's, to me, that's crazy. I never thought I would see see that happen. Um, movies kind of, like, there were literally movies that came out in the theaters last week. Now they're at home. Um, yeah. I think Amazon, uh, they launched, like, Amazon Prime Cinema, which you, it's just like another page that they put up where you can rent or buy those movies uh, that are out in theaters. Um, crazy. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it really kind of begs the question now, like, how is this going to change the landscape of movies coming out in the future, I think? Like, are if they see that this is better for movies, if it's worse for movies, like, you know, the more and more, like, people make these streaming services like Disney. I mean, there's the talk that Black Widow might go right onto streaming um, instead of even going out in the theaters. I even heard it, uh, Wonder Woman as well, the new Wonder Woman. Yeah, I heard Wonder Woman. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it, it's kind of interesting. Where it, w will something like this change the movie going landscape to where 
you know, movies going forward are going to be more released directly to streaming if they're able to kind of make similar revenue stream for it in the event that these things happen. Who knows? I think, and I, you know, it's, it's a sad thing to think about because I'm with you, Zabita. There's something magical about going to the theater. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, going to a movie theater, getting the popcorn, sitting down with a group of people that you don't know and laughing together, crying together, screaming together, whatever the, you know, whatever it is. Um, I still think that there's something magical in that. And I think that once this is all over, uh, I still want to do that. But I also know that if you look at the models that Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu and all these other all these other streaming platforms have provided, what you're learning is that when something comes out, you know, on streaming sites or whatever, it's the number one thing trending on social media. It's what people are talking about because it's accessible. It's right there. Everyone watches it. If you don't watch it within that first week, everything gets spoiled. It's 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 a whole new thing now. Um, and I think that what we're going to learn with these movies that are going to be releasing, because personally, there's no there's no alternative. Nope. You know what I mean? If you yeah. want your movie seen right now in the next even two months, we might still be quarantined for two months. Like who knows? Yeah. Um, but like. <laughs> Please no. Whatever the case is, like, there's gonna, people are going to have no choice. And if you're, you know, if if people are willing, the thing that's going to be interesting is that if people are going to be willing to spend the money on it when we're in this crisis and no one's making any money. So that's right. what's going to be the telltale sign. Like if we're not making any money and no one wants to spend 20 bucks on the movie, then those numbers are going to drop drastically. But if, you know, let's say a movie comes out and it's five bucks or, you know, whatever – then I think we'll see people, a shit ton of people. We'll see a bunch of people. Excuse my language. We'll see a bunch of people. That's right. You can you can curse as much as you want on this show. It's you can fun. say whatever the fuck you want, Evan. <laughs> but even still, I'm saying, you'll see, see a bunch of people flock to these things because it's going to be something that connects people online. Yep. You know what I mean? It's going to be like when there's nothing to talk about because everyone's talking about the coronavirus. Everyone's talking about COVID-19. Everyone's talking about all this stuff that's happening in the world. And the second there's something else to talk about, that's what people are going to want to talk about. Well, so the other interesting thing, too, Evan, not to cut you off, is Netflix now has this feature that you can watch movies Mm -hmm. with other people. So, like, how – like, does any – have any of you used that yet or do you know kind of how that works? I haven't used it yet, but I do know – I do know what you're talking about. I forgot what – Netflix Party, I think it's called. Yeah, so it's not a Netflix like uh, own thing. It's actually like an extension that you can put on your uh, browser, your Google browser that you can download. But I honestly, have, I really have no idea how it works, though. All right. So, like, do you think that this is a, a good time for, you know, streaming services like Netflix and Hulu or even Disney Plus where you think we'll see like a increase in subscribers since people are kind of able to now. I guess, watch more content or kind of go outside of their comfort zone with what they're seeing or, or what have you. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I definitely think the, uh, subscribership is going to go up for sure. I mean, I think more people are going to be, but like subscribing to like Disney plus, I mean, actually what's kind of interesting. I saw an article yesterday, uh, Amazon prime video. They actually, you could have up to five people up to five accounts, uh, or up to five profiles on one account uh, you can actually they added a sixth one now, so they're 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 just making more people being added to uh, an account. So I thought that was mm-hmm. that was kind of neat. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I definitely for sure think that uh, you'll you'll see 
the subscribership go up because i mean what else do people got to do so yeah yeah uh, i mean at least for me i've I've also been playing a lot more video games as well um i think uh like the call of duty they just launched their battle royale uh it's been with it's been in the paid version for a while now uh but like Fortnite, like a battle royale where you have 100 150 people fighting all each other at once it came out at a really good time because uh, now that's what I've been playing a lot in my evenings. Um, so lucky for them, they're probably going to get a lot more people buying their like extra uh, battle pass stuff and purchasing their game. I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot of controversy because GameStop, uh, they've yeah. been kind of like essential like to this because their their sales have gone up a lot because, yeah, people just want to play more video games. So I don't know if you guys play anything, but uh, I found that to be kind of fascinating. Uh, yeah. no, I'm not really playing any video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my, my girlfriend's a wrestler and I recently got the video game WWE 2K19 because I heard 2K20 was trash. <laughs> <laughs> so I got 2K19 and I made her in the game. And so every once in a while, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll play some matches with her. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, she jumps better than you do. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's the neat. other day, we're sitting there. She's up, She was like on the phone with somebody. I think she was on the phone with her brother or something. And uh, I was doing like a backstage brawl match. And I used her and I ended up like choke slamming Nikki Bella off of, a, off of an 18-wheeler. <laughs> and she jumped <laughs> off the couch and was like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Uh, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, let's kind of like start getting into um, uh, just like kind of the stuff we've been watching uh, or or playing. I mean, it seems like you just, yeah, you've been playing the WWE 2K19. Um, yeah. yeah. I've been doing a lot of a lot of just the Call of Duty Warzone, which has been a lot of fun uh, playing that with some friends. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've definitely been watching a lot, but I want to start with you guys. We'll, we'll do like, kind of like a round table. Like we'll go one at a time. We'll, we'll mention like a few things that we've been watching, give our thoughts on it. Um, but Evan, since you are the special guest, uh, let's start with you. What's uh, something you've been watching? Well, so, uh, the cool thing about the cool thing about being quarantined with my girlfriend is that she hasn't seen a lot of stuff. So some of the things that we've been watching is me kind of catching her up on stuff that she may have not seen. I'm going to wait for this helicopter to pass. That's <laughs> no, how good we can barely hear it. Dropping pallets oh, of toilet okay, paper. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, so some of the stuff we've been watching, she's ever seen Community. So we started watching Community. Oh, awesome. Um, which is just a great, it's so much fun to get back into that show. And it's so funny starting again because everyone looks young even chevy chase <laughs> in comparison what, what year um, did that watching, what year did that start i don't remember man i really i feel like it's definitely late 2000s thinking, like it's got to be right yeah i think it was 2009 i want to say so 11 years ago that's crazy yeah. i want to say <laughs> yeah 2009 yeah yeah, 2009. So yeah, um, so yeah, we've been watching that. We watched. Uh, she never saw Wonder Woman, and I wanted to. Sh I wanted to show her that one because oh, I like that movie. Uh, so yeah, we watched Wonder Woman, and I think that's the thing. We're kind of just like going back and 
watching some of the old stuff that uh, she may have not seen or I may have not seen in forever. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll do, we'll, we'll turn it into, we're trying to turn it into like movie nights, you know, we'll do popcorn we'll do like the whole thing and, um, make a thing out of it. So, and the cool thing is, is I was able to, uh, I brought my projector and my PlayStation over to her place. We hooked up some sound to it. So we're like watching on a projector as if we're like in the theater watching. So it's kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's good to kind of show people like stuff for the first time. Um, I'm trying to be better. Yeah. Like trying to uh, watch things that I haven't seen before. Like, um, Evan, you even messaged me. I actually watched the fifth element for the first time this past weekend. Great movie. Yeah. So I've, I've literally never seen it. Like I've never seen that movie came out in 1995. Uh, people always tell me I should see it. Uh, and I was posting on Saturday, the movies I've been watching and I posted that I watched the fifth element. I got so many people yelling at me like, what? (laughs) You haven't seen the fifth element, like stuff like that. And like, I think I got at least like 10 people messaging me, like just surprised that I've never seen it before. Um, but yeah, I think it's, yeah, definitely a good time to like kind of go back and yeah, watch, watch those old ones. Yeah. Show, show people some things you haven't seen before. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I went back and watched hot fuzz like a, a little over a week ago. That was your first and, time, right? Yeah. My first time seeing it. And that's an old uh, Simon Pegg, right? He's like the main character in yeah. that movie. But watching that movie, it made me realize why they picked him for the Mission Impossible and for the Star Trek movies. Because mm-hmm. I was like, he's he's fucking hilarious in this, and he he's plays great. this like this like character, this movie that's just so on the nose, you know. And I was just like totally entertained by it, you know. Which so you want to hear? You want to hear a fun bit of trivia about that movie? Yes. Yeah. Do you do you remember it like pretty vividly? Uh, well, it's okay. kind of, there's a, there's a scene where Nick Frost, the bigger guy, um, he like runs through a fence when he's like chasing someone, yeah. he like runs through a fence. Do you remember the scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that scene, uh, he runs through the fence and then turns around and looks towards the camera. Uh, and I remember hearing that he did that because he wanted people to know that he did the, his own stunt. <laughs> <laughs> funniest thing ever <laughs> uh, and you great. had to leave it in that movie because that's exactly what that movie <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> they left in the shot of him actually turning around and looking at the camera after the hit was because after he crashed through the wall was so that people knew that he did his own stunt oh that's great that's i I, I, have to, I have to watch that movie again i haven't seen that one in so long it's, it's def- still very funny oh i bet yeah yeah, yeah. it's oh. still very funny. nice so yeah. good uh, cool. Yeah. So, um, so one of the things, so when I was sick, um, I definitely had a lot, I was off for a couple of days at work. I just couldn't do anything. So I watched a lot of TV. Um, uh, but one of the things I actually started watching, I don't know if you guys have heard of it or seen it. It's the, uh, the Netflix docu-series called cheer. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of it. Have either of you seen it or no? I haven't uh, seen no. it. I've heard enough people say it's awesome to maybe I'll watch it in quarantine. Yeah. So, so yeah, cheer is, uh, it's, it's based on probably the best collegiate, um, cheerleading team in the country. Uh, it's Navarro, uh, junior college. So it's not even like a four year school to community college out in Texas. 
Um, and it's just based on like a, a group of the, the kids or the cheerleaders going through a season leading up to like the championship. Like that's what, what happened, like what happens. It's, it's kind of like telling their stories. It, it focuses on uh, a few different cheerleaders throughout the, the season. I don't know how they picked them because there's so many people on that team, but um, the, it focuses on maybe like, uh, probably, I don't know, maybe like between six and 10. I can't remember exactly, but a, go- a good amount of them. Um, and I had no desire to watch. I mean, I'm not into cheerleading whatsoever and I had no desire to watch it, but I kept hearing in like the, uh, like the film community, like I, I follow a lot of different web- websites and just hearing just in, in podcasts. And I've just been hearing some really great things about how it's just a fantastic documentary, uh, and how, like, even if you don't care about cheerleading, you'll still really enjoy it. Um, I, I, so I ended up binging it, I think almost all in like one day or oh, definitely over the, the span of like a night and then the, another day. Um, it's six episodes, but honestly, guys, this is one of the best like documentaries I've, I've ever seen. Like, um, I wish I had the, I have to look up the, the, the director's name real quick, but, um, how this thing is just like constructed and put together is just so good and it really makes you care about like each and every one of the the different cheerleaders um just hearing their story like where they came from and just seeing what like these people do and like what they put their bodies through um to like achieve a lot of these stunts is insane and it's just it i never really like uh, so it was actually the director. It was directed by Greg Whiteley. Uh, he he did this uh, show, um, and yeah. But just seeing like what these people go through to like just try to achieve like it's everything leads up to one moment. Like and after that, it's done. Like just sh- seeing what these people go through is insane. Um, but it's incredible piece of work. And uh, even if you don't care about cheerleading, like I highly recommend this thing. This thing is so good. I was in tears a bunch of different times, like just like how emotional I was getting uh, from it. But yeah, highly recommend cheer if you guys have not seen this thing yet. Great. Awesome. Yeah, sounds awesome. I'll have to give it a watch for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, I mean, if you're in, I mean, a lot of people watch the those like um, the new one. I'm not going to talk about it today, but the Tiger King series on netflix just came out so people are obsessing with that and that kind of goes back to so this even with cheer this goes back to um what you were talking about earlier evan how like something comes out it's super popular and that's everyone everything that everyone's talking about for like the next week couple weeks uh that's what cheer was back in early november people were going crazy about it and i totally missed all of it um but I watched it and that was, and, and yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad I finally caught up with it. So, um, yeah, so definitely check that one out. So, um, so Evan, going back to you, what else, uh, what else have you been watching? Um, that's, that's kind of like the stuff right now. I mean, I'm not really going, I'm not really going too far into it because I've been just trying to, I've been trying to stay more active. To, to be honest, because I know that this whole thing is is just going to get people going crazy. But when I do sit down to watch stuff, it's it's more it's more stuff that um, I haven't seen yet because there's a lot that I missed this last year um, just with like how busy I was and just trying to just trying to like stay in the game. But I finally caught up on a few movies. Um, I saw 
before this whole thing, right before this whole thing happened, I saw Birds of Prey, which was awesome. Um, I really dug that movie. Yeah. I thought that... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's going to be on video on demand this week as well. Like that's coming out. Yeah, or no, it already is. I think, I think it's already out. Yeah, It, al- it already is. Yeah, yeah. I think it already is. That's one of those movies that I think I'll, I might uh, do another watch again. If I'm not mistaken, the director of that did Bumblebee, right? Um, I think so. Travis Knight did Bumblebee. I don't think he did. No, Birds of Prey, I don't think Travis Knight did Bumblebee. Maybe it was the writer. Um, so Kathy Yan, she did Birds of Prey. Um, I was the writer of Bumblebee. That's what it was. Um, writer. It was Christina Christina Hodson. She wrote Bumblebee. That's what it was. Right, and then uh, did she direct it or no? No, Kath Kathy Yan Yan. What is it, Kathy? Kathy Yan did Birds of Prey. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I dug that movie. That's that's something I would I kind of want to watch again. They I think they did a good job. Um with that movie like just like the way that they told the story was a little bit different it's dc kind of like leaning into how violent their universe could be yeah um and in a way distancing themselves from from what made marvel so great uh and that's the other thing too we we were talking about going through and just watching all the marvel movies all 22 of them in a row (laughs) great done that already you know what i mean i did that yeah. in real time when it happened like i already remember those movies i don't need to see them again like i know um and so for me i'm very excited to watch this new stuff that's coming out so if wonder woman is one of those movies that comes out um on a streaming service or something before it's actually supposed to be released i i'm so excited i'm so mm-hmm. excited to see that they've uh i think i think dc is finally understanding their audience uh and what they want and that is not to be what marvel was so i'm hoping that i'm hoping that those movies um that they're releasing here in the in the next couple of uh, months and years to come are different because we already had 22 movies of that you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. no for sure for sure um yeah, it's it's definitely interesting what I mean I think Eric and I we talked about it a lot on the last episode or a couple episodes. I think it was the last one, but yeah, we we talked about uh Birds and Prey and like the state of DC and what they're going on with and um I think I think um Eric and I one of our biggest criticisms of Birds of Prey was that it wasn't uh it wasn't really uh, a Birds of Prey movie. It was more just a Harley Quinn movie because like yep. it yeah. like it didn't really bring all of them together towards the end. But even though like, I know there's some introductory things going on, but it's still, there wasn't enough of all of them in the movie to like make it like a birds of prey movie. Um, that was our biggest criticism, but otherwise, yeah, it's super, super fun movie. I think it was, I still had, we still had a good time with it. So, yeah. Um, Um, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of what else I've been watching. Oh yeah. I mean, I watched, um, I watched, this is the end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and because once this whole thing started i kind of was just like this is probably what celebrities are doing right now <laughs> like this doesn't seem too far off yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if if seth rogan and james franco found each other at a uh at a quarantine party you know yeah <laughs> uh, i watched that i watched the going back to dc i did watch the the director's cut of um batman v superman 
Amazing. Oh, movie. geez, really? Yeah. I still, got, I still have to watch the director's cut. I still Dude, haven't it's done so it. Good. I'll be honest with you, man. Like you, you guys both know I'm a, I'm a big DC guy and I love Batman and Superman, but, um, I really think the director's cut of that movie is a, like a far better movie yep. that was released in the theater. Um, Man, there I really, I really got to sit down and watch it. Then it's you should, you really yeah. should, because there are scenes in that movie that connect the story mm-hmm. so well that it by the end of the movie you completely understand what's happening. Yeah, they give more uh, Clark Kent scenes. In they there. give more Clark Kent scenes. Yeah, they he was barely in that movie. Understand. They make you understand a little bit more of how crazy Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is. Mm-hmm. Um, and what his master plan is the entire time. They kind of give you a little bit more insight to that. Um, but I will say, watching it again, I really do feel like Doomsday's entrance to the movie was too much. Yep. I think if they didn't have Doomsday in the movie and the and the movie was them turning on Lex Luthor, um, I think it would have been a far better movie. Yeah, it felt like they tried to like put way too much in that movie. Like still, yeah. even even with the director's cut and I and I'm with you, like I'll argue yeah. this with anybody like no, just watch the director's cut. The theatrical cut doesn't exist to me. Like this is the movie. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and and every you guys all know and you know, I'm a Zack Snyder apologist. Like I love his movies. Um but yeah, I think like Doomsday was kind of like a forced villain they could have done that in like superman 2 or something yeah but they just tried to fit it in here i think as like a reason to make the three of them team up um which yeah. you know dc was trying to push for a team-up movie back then because i mean that's what marvel was doing so it was kind of like you know what you were talking about evan before it's like they're not doing that anymore it seems like with their movies it looks like they're looking to be more creative yeah and um and not create this cinematic universe kind of thing. Um, well, or maybe just like not yet. Maybe they're going to try to do a little slower play, which would be nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I still really like BVS and I appreciate it. I mean, it's it's a mo- it's a movie in history anyway because it's Batman and Superman on screen. Right. And, and those two actors, you know, and, and then even Gal Gadot. It's like you have these three big names and the actors that are p- portraying the three of them are just the perfect picks for the role. And yeah. it's like, there's so many perfect aspects about that movie, you know, but then there's stuff that doesn't work. So yeah, that's, you and get the good and the bad. Speaking of that shared universe thing, I don't, I don't know what DC is planning. Um, I did watch, uh, one of the other things I watched recently was the crisis on infinite earths, uh, DC TV show. Have you seen that? WB. Yeah, or uh, CW. Or CW, I mean, WB. I'm no, like I haven't watched my it. WB. WB. There's a, so, I mean, it's it's not necessarily a spoiler because it's something that just happens uh, in one of the episodes. But they have this like massive crossover event. And in the crossover, they actually show Brendan Routh's Superman. Who's oh, that? Really? Brendan Ralph, the guy who was in Superman Returns. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2006 yeah. Superman? Yeah, the 2006 Superman. So he makes a return as Superman in the show. Oh, damn. Um, as does, um, what's his name from the Smallville? 
Oh, uh, I don't remember his, um, act, his name. Tom something or other. Okay, mm-hmm. I know I know his face. I don't know his name. Yeah. Yeah. So he returns as uh, as Clark Kent for for a scene in that in that show. Doesn't then, Kevin Conroy come in as Batman yes, too? Kevin Conroy is old Batman, which what? is amazing. Tom yeah, Welling amazing. is his name. Tom Welling, that's it. Yeah, Tom yeah. Welling. Um, and then there's a there's a scene, and now so I had heard something that they were talking about with this, but they basically did a scene where the Flash is like running through all the timelines, and he's like trying to figure out this whole thing, and he ends up in this uh, he ends up in Star Labs where his you know his normal. Uh, that's his normal place of, of work or whatever. And he hears a voice and when he turns around, it's Ezra Miller's flash. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Oh, damn. And they have this conversation for like a second. And then, um, Ezra Miller's flash says, uh, cyborg told me that this was possible or something like that. And then he disappears. So mm-hmm. I don't know what they're trying to do with that. Or maybe if it was just for the show or who knows, but, um, if they're trying to connect that in any way, I mean, that's humongous. I don't think that's been done in any of the comic book, um, superhero shows. I think we're about to see it happen though with Disney plus and Marvel. Cause they're doing that with their shows yes. and movies now yeah, going that's, forward. I that's going to be huge. Yeah. So Marvel's so going to beat them to it. <laughs> well, no, they, I mean, but that's the thing. They already did it. It already exists now. They could, they crossed their TV and movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, there. Yeah, I still have my reservations with with DC. You know, I mean, oh, I, you got it. Sure, sure. <laughs> I was just, uh, I, it was just one thing I watched. You know, again in this uh, in this quarantine life that we're in, and mm-hmm. I was like, and it's really cool that they did that. And it's a it's an interesting way to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for so sure. That's, that's the stuff I've been watching. How about you guys? Cool. Yeah, Eric. Go um, ahead. What else you been yeah, watching? Yeah. So like a, a probably like a a week ago or maybe last Friday, I watched the movie, the chef with John Favreau is the first time I saw it. Love it. Oh, you've never seen chef. Well, I know you're really into a chef show uh, on yeah. Netflix and I can't believe you've never seen chef. I know. Well, that's the funny part. It was like, it's like I watched the show and I loved the show and I had no idea that there was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I went back and like, watch the movie. Um, and I, I just, I loved it. It oh, was such like so an good. endearing movie. You know, like, I guess I'm just so jaded. I'm like, God, like, uh, what part of this movie is everything going to fuck up? You know, but like, it was, it, it wasn't that movie. Like everything worked out and was perfect. And then I was just like, oh man, you know what? Let me like go back and watch some of the chef show on Netflix. And then, um, and then it put me down the rabbit hole on YouTube of watching like cooking, like (laughs) video. So, um. There's like these two channels I've just been like binging and it's hilarious because one of them is literally called binging with Babish. Oh yeah. And the Babish. Yeah. yeah I he, love it, man. He has a great cooking channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And then, uh, Sam, the <laughs> cooking guy is like my favorite human being to like watch cook things. Like he makes so much stuff and I've literally for the last week, uh, you know, we'll watch it. My girlfriend and I, we've like watched it during the day and then we'll be like, all right, yeah, let's make that for dinner tonight. And it would be like every day we would just pick from the cooking shows that we would watch, which are like some 20 minutes or whatever. And we would just pick like what we had for dinner that night. So it's just like <laughs> it's like pretty fun to kind of do that kind of stuff. And it could like just keep it fresh like every day, you know, like it can just kind of get really boring just sitting in the house. 
you know, you just kind of like eat every hour because you're bored or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, actually, I feel like I'm eating less. Like, I feel like I have to ration my food. So I'm definitely, yeah, like I'm definitely eating less. Like I'm only eating like two meals now. Like, whereas before I'd eat like five. But, I'm, you know, I'm not like doing a lot either. I'm not getting up and driving. I'm not, you know, like, I mean, I just have an office job. But it's like you're just like you're not kind of doing as much as you were. You know, I mean, my computer and desk setup is like in my room. It's <laughs> just kind of roll out of bed and roll onto a chair almost. It's like, ugh. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I, I've been watching those things. And then um, I also watched Jackie. And that was the first time I saw that with um, oh, what'd you... Natalie Portman, Portman, dude. Yeah. yeah. What do you dude, think that of that? Movie is, it, the movie is fucking incredible. Oh, my God. It is just so... It's such a like a tension movie, and I, I had no idea like what it was really about. Like like I had an idea. It's like oh, it's when you know her husband is shot and killed, and how she's dealing with it. But how the movie's done? It's well, just... explain if and people in case people don't know what Jackie is. Explain what Jackie is about. Uh, so it it kind of takes place. It's like this interview that uh, Jackie Kennedy gives about. I guess like her, her life of being a Kennedy and her husband being killed and, and all this stuff. It's like this weird documentary style movie, but it like replays like all the scenes and, and it's like from her account and, and just kind of how she was this like integral person in like the administration, how she changed what the first lady role was and how she handled the whole situation. And like right after she, JFK was assassinated. Yeah, right after right? JFK was assassinated, like she was so for having this like big memorable ceremony for his uh, funeral uh, because she wanted people to remember her husband regardless of the things that he did, um, you know, that was you know bad for their marriage or, or what have you, like um, – but she just like she cared so much about people remembering her husband and and just like just like her loyalty to that and just like who she was as a person. Incredible movie. And then Natalie Portman, like just did a fucking incredible job, man. I mean, she just brings you in and it's so believable. You know, if you haven't seen this movie, please go see this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have the no. time to do it. Yeah, no, she she's really great in that movie. I remember like thinking the movie was pretty good. Um, like I liked it for the most part, but yeah, definitely she was nominated for an Oscar for that performance. Um, and yeah, she's absolutely fantastic as Jackie Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, really good. What made you want to watch that one? That's a random movie to watch. Oh, uh, Nina Nina was like, "Have you seen this?" I was like, "No." So uh-huh, okay. Just be honest. It's like you know, like same thing with you, Evan. It's like you just watch stuff that you haven't watched, you know, like instead of just watching things over that you've watched already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the thing that we we all fall into anyway. You know, on the yeah. on the day to day basis, it's like how many people are watching rewatching The Office right now? A lot. Oh, I know, dude. It's you know so I mean? annoying because I'm not like, an Office person. I mean, I get it. I totally get it. The show's amazing, but like. There's so much content out there right now. that yeah. I'm seeing that I haven't even, you know, given a second thought to. Yeah. And now I'm like, all right, well, I have the time. I'm not doing anything else. I might as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know what show? So to, to kind of move into what I've been watching next, you know what show I became obsessed with last week? 
Which one? So, so Evan, I totally forgot that you recommended this to me as well. But oh, I, God. <laughs> yes, dude. Uh, so I started watching The Circle on Netflix. What um, is that? So, er- Eric, you haven't heard of The Circle? No. So The Circle is uh, another one of the um, uh, reality competition shows on Netflix that they have. And it actually... Like Survivor? I, it, um it, it kind of kind of but not really um but it, it started actually in the uk i think like last year or so and that netflix made their own version um but pretty much it's a social media contest where what happens is eight people move into this like building uh each person is isolated into their own apartment um and the way these eight people could talk to each other is through this like social media platform called the circle so they can only get to know people that way. Um, they can't talk to them, see them. Well, they can talk to them through messaging, but not like voices or anything like that. Um, so it's interesting because like you you make a profile and you have pictures, but like some people that are there, it's the real like it's the real person. But some other people that go there, they're like kind of catfishing. They're pretending to be other people. Um, so this like what? this. Like this one guy that goes to plays well, the winner of the game, uh, they they ended up winning like a hundred thousand um, dollars, and what happens is people kind of get blocked, but then there are new people that join, and it keeps it's just so fascinating, interesting, and it sounds kind of lame, but I was so hooked on it. I it's like I think like twelve episodes, eleven, twelve episodes, and I finished it definitely within two days i think i i or maybe probably maybe over a span of three days i finished it um Dude, so eric basically what it is is it's a popularity contest so the way that you they by the end of each episode they have a uh well not sometimes it's not the end of each episode but in, in every episode they have a vote and you basically rank these people off of how much you like them mm-hmm. uh you know, one being the person that you connected to the most or the person you think is the coolest. And then the last person is the person that you don't connect with or the person you don't like. Uh, and then by the end of that, once they figure out who the number one uh, person is, the number one and number two people are labeled influencers. And then what they do is they go into this once they if, the, if you win the influencer thing, you get like a special meal and like you get to go <laughs> you get to. Yeah, you get to go to the roof of the building and you're sitting across from the other influencer, right? Uh, but you still can't see them. You still can't hear them because they're in the room next to you. Uh, and you have to decide who to vote off the show. Dude, why is this some like V for Vendetta shit? It kind of is. <laughs> like, so yeah, it basically, it's essentially like a really, uh, it's like, like Love is Blind. It's better, in my opinion. It's, it's better. better. Yeah. So, Eric, you, I last time we talked, I was talking about how much I was obsessed with Love Is Blind. I like this even more than Love Is Blind because, like, I just, I, I, I can't, I can't like get into these kind of shows. Oh, I can't dude, deal you need with reality to. TV. So man. the thing was, so you Love Is, so I think you'll like it. I think, I think so not. too. Yeah. Knowing you, I think you'll like it. Yeah, I would probably just watch it out of like a like a a, a guilty pleasure and just like laugh at the people, bro. If, like you, if, you watch, if you if you watch if you watch one like the second or third episode, you'll love it. I, I even think after the first, I was gonna say if you watch one, one the first episode, you'd be like, "Yo, I gotta I gotta keep watching this because like, that's like what an hour to me. long." Um, for the most part, an hour, but maybe like forty five to an hour. I think they 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 change in in length. Um, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So yeah, big fan of the show. I dude, I just found out that uh, they have the Circle Brazil on Netflix happening right now. Did you know that, Evan? I did, and you know what? I watched uh, the Noel and I watched the first uh, the first episode, and we made it like twenty minutes before turning it off. Really, you didn't like it? Yeah. I oh, think man. it's just a difference of personalities, um, and it's also like reading the captions, uh, not the captions, reading the subtitles oh, and whatnot. Cool. It just makes it a different experience because then you have to constantly be reading what they're saying. Uh, yeah, you're not yeah. like feeling their inflection and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's a little, it's a little different. I mean, I know a lot of people have tuned in and watched it, um, mm. but for me, it's just not the same. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. I'll check it out and I'll, yeah, I'll have to figure that out. Because yeah, there's a the the France version is starting in a couple weeks as well. So yeah, it's like American Idol, dude. It's like they're just doing for every country. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the circle that is now streaming on Netflix. I definitely highly recommend it because yeah, a lot of these people you just kind of like, uh, like there's this one guy, like the guy Joey. Uh, he's just like this real like Italian guy, definitely like Jersey Shore type stereotype. But like first episode, I did not like him, but like he actually really grew on me as the season went, and I yeah, I really liked him. So. Also, real quick, shout out to my boy Seaburn, aka Rebecca, on oh, the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so weird. I watched that show, I loved it. And then um, one of my friends shouted me out on this Instagram for whatever reason. And uh, I got a DM from Seaburn, who's a, 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 you know one of the guys on the show. He's one of the people who plays a catfish. He's actually playing um, his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, is, catfish that he is it's so funny and, oh man yeah wait so and, they so wait you you literally like they have cameras like in these rooms and you see this person but they're on their like phone and they have a fake profile it's it's yeah. all yeah it's all interactive through a tv so it's like this guy seaburn he created a fake profile using the name rebecca but pictures of his girlfriend so it's funny because people are thinking he is a real woman, but you see how he's reacting to like other people talk about stuff. So like he gets invited to like girls talks and stuff and he has no <laughs> idea what's he has no Bro, idea what's going on. The girl talks and he's sitting there in like dinosaur slippers just trying to figure out. <laughs> oh, it's it's fantastic. It's so it's good. So funny. It's so fun. Sorry, Evan. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah my bad. He's a, he's a good dude. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a great show. Definitely watch it. Yeah. Oh, all um, right, all right. I'll have to give it a watch. Yo, you know what? Um, you know what I watched today? Not to like kill the mood or anything. And Evan, earlier you were talking about uh, uh wrestling and 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 all that stuff. And uh, I watched the Benoit Part One, oh, yeah. uh, thing on Vice on youtube yeah did you watch it i didn't watch it but i know a lot of those stories and i don't yeah. know if i want to watch it yeah matt you did you watch it this, you have to explain what this is because i have no idea what you're talking about okay so uh chris benoit was like a professional wrestler oh chris benoit okay yeah yeah chris benoit professional wrestler from like the 90s i guess what evan into the early 2000s i think yeah like, yeah and like what happened was through CTE and and what have you kind of had a breakdown and killed his wife, kid, and then committed suicide. And it just was like a really big thing that happened along with like kind of the death with Eddie Guerrero. So it, it was like this whole time in wrestling that like shined this light on what they were doing and kind of like a bad light. Yeah. Um, 
so Vice did a documentary on Chris Benoit, but then they also like you know bring up other cases and just kind of you know relationships and and it's like all people related giving their accounts of you know wrestling at the time and all that kind of stuff it was a great like documentary in the sense of like informative and kind of pulls you in and the story and all that stuff but very very sad very you know kind of bringing it down kind of thing but you know i i watched that today and it and it really it just got to me but then it also brought up like good memories of when i used to watch wrestling as a kid so yeah yeah so yeah that's you know, I, I just didn't know if you saw that yet or not, uh, Evan. Yeah, I uh, I haven't watched it yet. I saw that it went up, uh, was it today or a couple days ago? Three days yeah, ago, three, three part days ago. one. Three days ago, yeah. Um, oh, I, wow, I've this heard, is 45 minutes. Holy moly. Yeah, no, I've heard yeah. a lot. I've heard a lot about that show um, or, or about that scenario. I've heard mm-hmm. like some conspiracy theories about it as well. Um, and they're ridiculous but who knows you know i mean at this point like who knows Mm -hmm. um i feel like as that goes on it's going to get a little bit more interesting and you know there was there was uh talk of them doing a movie about that um then a bunch of a bunch of the conspiracy theory videos came out and then they deemed it like not something they wanted to, to 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 make a movie on um, but apparently, Michael Fassbender was supposed to play Chris Benoit, Ooh. which I could see that. Wait, why? Wait, wait, what? Why would these conspiracy theory things like stop a movie from being made? Well, because they weren't sure of what was the real story or not. What were some of the? Okay, never mind. I don't want to get into. You know that. I mean, I, there's there's conspiracy theories as to like. Um, like he had a, he had a, this is kind of going off the rails, but he had a phone conversation with, um, Chavo Guerrero before, uh, that thing happened and Chavo could tell that something was wrong with him. And he was, apparently he was saying stuff like, um, if I don't show up in the next couple of days, it's because they came after me or something along those lines. So there, it, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, you know, conspiracy theories are, are always, a little bit far-fetched but you never know these days like who knows right you yeah, know it's... well he's he's in the documentary for vice and they talk yeah. about that phone call so that wasn't brought up but i mean you know me i'm always down for a conspiracy so yep. now i'm gonna <laughs> now i'm gonna look into those conspiracies tonight on youtube thank you evan <laughs> speaking of uh conspiracies did uh either of you watch the hunt because that was one of the movies that was recently uh put on video on demand it was released in theaters a couple weeks like a week or so ago i did not yeah so the hunt um there was actually a lot of like uh, drama behind this movie because it was supposed to come out last year in September, but it was delayed because, like, this is a pretty violent movie. It's about rich people, uh, uh kind of hunting the the poor or the, uh, kind of the deplorables as they put it in the movie. Um, but yeah, with with a, a lot of like mass shootings last year, um, there was a lot of p- political drama because it's like red versus blue. Um, it was supposed to come out in September, but it, it was delayed uh, and finally put out in, in March. But with uh, the, the 
COVID-19, theaters closed, and now it actually was released on video on demand on Friday. So I actually finally got the chance to watch that. Um, uh, This is a very entertaining movie. Um, It actually surprised the hell out of me. Um, But yeah, pretty much what I was saying before, this movie is about uh, just... Yeah, rich people going on a hunt uh, of just people who don't have a lot of money or maybe wrong them the or maybe just like kind of pissed off the rich people. Uh, it's kind of like the me- there's like a weird message in the movie, which I won't get into because I don't want to spoil it or anything like that. But um, overall, this is like it has a lot of like kind of bigger stars in there. Um, um, but yeah, this movie's just surprised the hell out of me. It was actually a lot of fun. Uh, some really good action set pieces. There was a, a fist fight that happened in the movie that was like excellent. It was it was definitely one of the best I've seen in a movie in a while. Um, just people just going at it. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah pretty pretty interesting movie. But yeah, it has a kind of a crazy background. Um, do you guys have any interest in watching this? Um, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, it's sure. it, it's going to be one of those movies that um, I think it, it was talked about a lot before the movie even came out with all this controversy. But I think it's going to be one of the movies that is just forgotten in time. I think that's pretty much what's going to happen. So it's kind of sad. It's you know, what's interesting. It sounds like the ready or not movie. Like it's like this weird, like rich people, <laughs> rich kind of game that, you know, kill non-initiates in a way yeah a little bit <laughs> yeah these they, they um, both of those movies were so co- both to come out around the same time and yeah ready or not stayed stayed but um yeah this i liked ready or not oh that I was a too. great movie so good yeah, I liked yeah. Movie a lot it was very uh it was very different i had a friend who um really tried to pick it apart and every little thing that he had wrong with it i was able to give them a a reason to like a rebuttal Oh, and nice. he was kind of like after it was after we finished the conversation, he was like, "All right, you know what? Maybe I'll watch it again." <laughs> why is he go? Why is he going in that hard on Ready or Not, dude? <laughs> it was just one of those things. He was just like real yeah. angry because he's a storyteller. You know what I mean? So okay, sometimes those people are like, well, "How did this get made?" And I'm like, "Dude, because it's not like anything else that's out there right now." <laughs> yeah, Simple. yeah. That's yeah, like I, saying, "How did Knives Out get made?" Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, Ready or Not um, was my number ten last year. I I I loved it so good. But yeah, so that's the hunt uh, now on video on demand. One of those th- theater releases that came out and yeah, it's available. So yeah, so I, I want to watch that one. I also want to watch The Invisible Man because that just came out on video on demand, yeah. and that that even uh, did well in theaters when it was out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did pretty good. Yeah, Evan, did you see it? I did not see it. I want to see that one. That's on my list. Unfortunately, my girlfriend does not like horror movies, so I might have to watch that one alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might uh, watch so, that alone tonight, too. So, yeah, I watched that yesterday. My wife and I, luckily my wife, she loves horror movies, and so she actually really wanted to watch it. Um, so, honestly, it's not so much a horror movie, but it has a lot of sus- like dread and tension and suspense. Um, yeah. So it's not so much scary, so I don't know if she could take that but like it is very suspenseful this movie is written and directed by lee winnell uh he actually he wrote saw but he he wrote and directed upgrade a couple years ago upgrade was my number one movie of 2017 i think it was um great movie so good but invisible man is fantastic and 
Um, the more I think about it, and I've actually been talking to some other people who watched it this past weekend, the more I'm actually loving it even more because they're bringing up things that I didn't think about. And like the thing, the thing that, that is making Lee Wanell such a great storyteller, especially with this movie is I love when movies show you things and they don't tell you things. Um, right. He, he does such a great job of just like showing the audience like, okay, this is what's happening with this character, but they don't need to say a, a lick of like words at all to tell you what's happening. Um, like this movie has a fantastic opening sequence and just like how he directs the film and uses the cinematography and lighting and what kind of camera angles he's using, like kind of look at like the open space uh, when you watch this movie, like there's just so much space in the camera just how it's filmed. It's, it's excellent. So I'm, I'm excited for you guys to watch it. It's uh yeah, really, really good film. Definitely one of my favorites this, this year so far. Great. Yeah. So again, yeah, invisible man. I was going to talk about that one as well. I'm glad you brought it up, but um, yeah, that's, that's on video on demand as well. Yeah. Just released. So, um, well, I have one more. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys have anything else, uh, before we get out of here today. Go ahead. All right. So, um, Oh, okay. No, go ahead, Eric. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess with like Westworld season three coming out. Oh yeah. Um, I was looking at the trailer for it, and I'm like, whoa, this is a totally different kind of show than what I was watching back when I tried to watch season one when it was coming out. It, season one, I got like three episodes in or four episodes in, and I kind of stopped watching it because uh, it, it was kind of like slow and world building and you're kind of just like lost um so i started watching that again uh recently season one because i want to kind of catch up and watch season two and i also heard that i mean season three um and i also heard that like season two is absolutely incredible about like what they reveal and do in the show so i just uh started re-watching well not re-watching but i guess i just started watching again uh westworld yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Westworld. Uh, I've I love it. Season two, I, I think, is actually better than season one. Um, mm-hmm. And there is one episode in that in season two that is to me, and I've talked to a lot of other people about this. Um, but at least in my opinion, it's one of the best television episodes of all time. Like, there's it actually stands out on its own. It's like. Uh, it, I mean, there's, it, it involves a story, but it kind of like you don't even need to watch the whole season to like watch this one episode. It's just fantastic. And uh, yeah, season three has been great so far. Definitely a big um, departure from what the first two seasons were so far. Um, yeah, we'll have to talk about it at mm-hmm. some point. But yeah, very oh, so good. Love Westworld. Definitely one of the uh, great shows out there right now, for sure. Sweet. Uh, cool. So yeah, the last thing I want to talk about a little, keep it lighthearted, but actually the, another movie that was just put out on video on demand, but this was the last movie I came back from my vacation and this is the last movie I saw in theaters and that is uh, Disney Pixar's Onward. Have you guys watched the, uh, I have not seen it yet. I have not seen it. Yeah. So this is, so I, I actually, I, I really like the movie, but it's definitely not Pixar's best. Um, it's kind of just a pretty generic story. I mean, it has a good message that it gives at the end. And I, I mean, I did cry a little bit, but like there wasn't anything about the characters that really like made me like them a lot. Uh, I mean, like inside out uh, is one of my favorites. I mean, you got up, uh, but there's just nothing about this movie that 
really makes me think of like all time best Pixar. I mean, it's it's hard because Pixar just makes such phenomenal movies, but um, uh, it was, yeah, it was pr- pretty good. I don't, I mean, I won't talk about too much about it, but I thought it was a a, a good good animated film, good message. Um, but just overall for Pixar, yeah, definitely not one of one of their best. So. Uh, I think it's still worth checking out, though. I think if you're a big Disney Pixar fan, you might want to check this one out. So, do you um do, do you think that like Pixar will ever run out of steam in doing these kinds of like message based movies? Like, you think they're just going to become like repetitive after a while? Um, you know what I mean by message? Based? Yes. I know yeah. what you mean. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. Um, I mean, it's tough because they. What was their last original film before Onward? I'm trying to think. Oh, Coco. That's right. Coco was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think they're not going to because you know. they're always going to be making content and and movies for the younger audiences that older audiences can connect with. And I think that as they get, um, as time goes on and whatever, the people, the kids who grew up loving Coco, right, will Mm -hmm. eventually have a movie like Coco that they remember from their childhood uh, or that reminds them of their childhood that their kids are going to enjoy. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think like... You know, it's like there's so many different experiences. I guess they could kind of tell in story form. Yeah. Um, and they are kind of I, I, I don't know, I guess maybe because I'm not young anymore. Like, I don't feel it where it's like how many movies are coming out at a time, you know, like so maybe the same amount of movies are coming out now and I'm just not seeing them as much because I'm older. So that's, that's kind of where I, yeah. where I was going. Yeah, maybe. You know, I, I, Evan, I uh, definitely agree with you because I think Pixar and Disney's starting to get that way a bit more. But Pixar's so good at like not only involving like, like think about the kids when they write the stories, but they're thinking about the adults because they know the adults are bringing the kids to watch the films, so they have to right. make it for for both. And I think that's what makes Pixar so special. Um, because honestly, besides like Disney animated movies and. Um, Pixar animated films, I don't see any others in theaters. Like, I've never seen, like, The Secret Life of Pets. I've never seen, like, Despicable Me, like, any of those movies by, who is it, like, DreamWorks Animation? I'm not even sure who makes those. Uh, I think it's Illumination or whatever. Illumination, yeah. Like, I don't, like, I only, when I see animated movies, it's only Disney or only Pixar, because those are the only two uh, studios that I really trust when it comes to animated films. Um, So, that's me. But... Um, cool. But I think that's, uh, that's going to wrap it up today, guys. Cause we, I mean, I've definitely watched a lot more, but those are some of the ones that I want to highlight. Um, yeah. for sure. I think as this thing goes on, we're going to be watching a lot more stuff and maybe, uh, maybe next week we'll have more to talk about or you guys will have more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. My wife and I just started, like I said, uh, we started the Tiger, uh, the Tiger King, I think on Netflix. Yeah. So we'll probably be done with that. So we'll have to talk about that. Um, Cause that's, that's the next big thing that everyone's, I've seen so many people post about that one. So, um, but yeah. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. So uh, let's get out of here. So Evan, we're going to start with you. Where, where can everyone find you? 
You can find me on social media. Um, you could do Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok now. Uh, at the Evan Sloan, T H E E V A N S L O A N. And I'm going to be creating content and going live and uh, talking to some people. Last time I did an Instagram live, um, Seaburn from the circle joined in and uh, was talking to me via his own uh, his own feed, which was super fun. So I'm going to keep doing those kind of things, uh, just trying to keep people entertained while we're stuck. <laughs> Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Evan, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, uh, yeah. Uh, Eric, where can we find you? Uh, you can just find me on my Instagram at not your average accountant. Excellent. Sounds good. Uh, and guys, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast. You could do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, pretty much however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a review. Uh, it'll definitely help out the show by leaving those five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, you could reach out to me at what you think podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Matt Zabita. And if you want to follow all the movies that I uh, rate and review or mostly just rate, uh, you can follow me at letterboxd.com slash Zebs, uh, Z-E-E-B-S. Um, and you can also listen, if you're a Disney fan, you can listen to my other podcast, Excess Press Podcast. You can find me at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, but that's it, guys. Hey. Guys, Evan, Eric, thanks for joining me today. This was fun, um, but yeah. this was the uh, the first edition of the, I guess, the quarantined edition. Uh, so, yeah, we'll probably have another one uh, next week. So, until then, we'll see you guys later. <laughs>